0: Hello and welcome to MediaMD, I'm Ruben Morehouse. And I'm Elliot Diebold. And so on MD, each fortnight we prescribe each other a piece of media that the other person has somehow missed out on.
1: Yep, that's right, and uh, this week it's my turn, so I'm mm-hmm. bringing you a TV show that I can't believe you've missed, uh, and this is Joss Whedon's Firefly.
0: Okay, I feel like I have to say something at this point, because... In the kind of communities that we're a part of, the kind of nerd internet community, Firefly is such a big thing. Yeah, um, exactly. It's kind of bizarre I haven't seen it. It's (laughs) sort of similar to another thing I haven't seen, Game of Thrones. Yes. (laughs) Um, I feel like I have to address this, which is that uh, I never got around to watching it, okay, (laughs) and you've also recommended me Dollhouse, I think, in the past, not on the podcast, but just in real life, another Whedon thing, and... I'm big into kind of things that the Whedons have had their hands in, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is something that they're, that Joss yep. Whedon was involved with, and now the other two Whedons with... Uh, yeah, so you've got,
1: you've got Jed and Marissa, so Jed, who I personally believe is the underrated Whedon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he's the underdog Whedon who yes. you think really has the fight in him. I, I, I would argue he's better than Joss, but <laughs> okay. Firefly is definitely Joss, Joss's, Joss's baby, baby. and yeah. um, probably the pinnacle... Buffy as well, is that Buffy? That was Joss, yeah. That was Joss, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they, they also did uh, Dr. Horrible's sing along blog. And I have seen that. And that, I have was, seen that. that was definitely more Jed and Marissa. That was sort of Jed's first, uh, so it, first big one that he so had a hand in.
0: The impression I'm getting is that I am more a fan of Jed and Marissa Whedon then, because I just haven't Possibly,
1: seen it Possibly. But, uh, I mean, that's not to say you wouldn't be a fan of Joss. I yes. would just say, uh, I, in my experience, Jed being behind something is probably a better indicator that I'm going to love it.
0: Okay, fair enough. Now, full disclosure... When you found out, when you first found out that I hadn't seen Firefly, we did watch what the first two or three episodes. I think two. Yeah, we tried to binge through them, <laughs> and that kind of stopped. And then I was going to watch them, and then we were going to do it for the podcast. Yeah. So it has been on hold. I probably would have gotten to it about I, maybe a month ago or two months ago, but yeah, it's still a long time that I haven't seen Firefly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when did when does it come out?
1: Ah, uh, th- um, two thousand and two, mm. I think. Uh, and then. So it got cancelled, and so then they got a movie uh, to sort of wrap up the plot. Yep. Uh, And that was, like, 2005. Okay. So, like, fairly old. Um, And I mean, like, so yeah, you've sort of seen enough of it, but it's like a literal space western. Yeah, so I don't know if you've seen the anime Cowboy Bebop. But yeah, I, I, I have been told by other people that it's, particularly the first episode of Cowboy Bebop mm-hmm. is very, it's very Firefly-ish Firefly, yeah. and then it sort of forks off and goes so bananas. I've seen most of... I've, I stopped watching Cowboy Bebop about halfway through,
0: but from what I've seen of it and from the impression that I hear of it, it's very Firefly-esque.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I think... I mean, in a lot of ways, the fact that the show got cancelled so soon mm-hmm. is is very beneficial to its reputation because yeah. all fourteen episodes mm. there's maybe two that I would say I don't like, mm. but I would still happily rewatch them. I definitely accept them. Um, they're my least two favourite, but I still like them. Like in the grand like if I went to go and rewatch some other show, mm. there'd be a lot more episodes where I'd just be, oh skip, oh, this, skip one. this one. Skip this one, skip this one. But you wouldn't do that with Five. No. Ones. So like even though they're, they're my least favourite ones. And so like the the fact is it didn't get time to get stale and no. produce any it didn't turn into episodes. Arrow, is what we're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't get um, a yeah, yeah, down, it, it, so it it, uh, downhill. No, exactly. It, it didn't even have time to like say do four good seasons, but have like those two or three episodes somewhere yeah, in the middle. Kind like, of mediocre, middle. but you just yeah. Um, so I think the fact that it got cancelled is sort of it know, went out on top. Yeah, a bit of martyrdom, um, I think. But then they made the
0: movie. Right? Yeah. So how does the movie play into it? Is it after the TV show? Yeah, it is.
1: So it's sort of set like a few months after where the TV show finished. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially all the ideas they had for season two mm-hmm. compressed into like an hour and a half. So it's still like a good movie, but yeah. you'll notice it feels very rushed. And like, they'll just sort of introduce characters like you're already meant to know them, but mm-hmm. you don't. Yeah. Because they would have had an episode where you introducing them. Whereas now yeah. they've just like slotted in two lines of dialogue to sort of establish what this character's deal is. Yeah, okay. Um, so,
0: season one kind of ended with some loose threads and the movie is to tie. Yeah, well, it
1: wasn't even the, the season finale. It actually got cancelled, like, oh. mid-production. Uh, so, you can actually... There's 14 episodes and they've published the script to the 15th episode that was about to enter production when they got yeah. cancelled. Um. And and how it, many were... In this original run. I think frame. it was going to be like twenty twenty two, like it was gonna be one okay. of those full season. Oh boy, so uh, the
0: movie is just kind of wrapping up the end of season one?
1: So it was sort of what was gonna be the end of season one and what they what their ideas were for season two. Okay. It's like where where they sort of saw the series being by the end of season two. So
0: season one ends abruptly then.
1: It 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 just doesn't sort of end. <laughs> like it's anyway. anyway yeah. Uh it it's like one of their their monster of the it's not a monster of the week, it's like yeah, one yeah, of their yeah. just standalone episodes. Uh, and then that's just sort of the last, the last one. I, I wouldn't even call it a finale. It's just the last, the last one. one. Yeah.
0: So are there any kind of... In the first two episodes that I've seen, they didn't really introduce that much of an overarching plot. Besides those, like, what are they called? Reapers or Ravagers or something? Uh, Reavers. Like, yeah. Reavers. Yeah. that's the one. Um, that are like these super evil, cannibal, whatever things.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it all sort of ties into it. I, I wouldn't necessarily say this. this show didn't necessarily have an... An overarching plot in that sense where, like, you'll get a lot of these shows, that the all the X-Files-based ones, like uh, mm. uh, Supernatural and everything, where it's, like, Monster of the Week, Monster of the Week, one that deals with the overarching plot, Hinch Monster of the of Week. of big villain. Yeah. Monster of the Week, Monster of the Week, every, more villain. Everything, this, like, Firefly works quite well, because almost every episode is both standalone and helps establish part of the universe and the conflict that's really driving mm. the whole thing, which is... Okay. This uh, sort of battle between the remnants of the independence because it was like a um, galactic civil war type mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like conspiracy theories as to why the show got, got cancelled and, and screwed. Um, it, it's almost <laughs> like if you were to compare it to the American Civil War, yeah. Firefly is very pro-South.
0: Oh, uh, essentially, okay.
1: apart from the racism, so it's not really racism. Slave races? No. So that's it. It's like apart from the whole slavery angle. Mm. The the independence, like which are essentially all the heroes are a member of well, the independence, okay. essentially represent the South. So it's essentially. It's very pro South, except for slavery. But I feel
0: like being pro independent is not necessarily being pro no, South in Civil War.
1: But like the way the way it's set just after a civil war and it's like, oh, we're a part of this union of planets now. Oh, but but we don't want to be. <laughs> okay. And so lots of people it's think the Texas that maybe, of, of yeah, space. maybe maybe like a what like a lot of people just sort of think that maybe maybe Fox got a bit nervous with the obvious parallels you could draw between um, supporting the South and supporting well, the show maybe in the final few episodes it was like they introduced a slave race and
0: <laughs> they introduced a <an> Abraham Lincoln <laughs> character Fox and all like, kinds of crazy things <laughs> maybe Fox um, made the right call you know
1: yeah I mean it's just interesting because I'd say the average viewer of this show would very much not be someone who you'd attribute with that sort of Racist uh, sort of yeah, oh, like, so it's kind southern of stereotype. nerd
0: like nerd culture has become more and more progressive. Yeah, exactly. Like, or in
1: some sects, obviously there are some places where it's some become more, more regressive and like
0: four chan and Trump style. But <laughs> on the whole, the internet culture and the kind of progressive uh, culture have kind of merged into one mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, right? So yeah. Firefly is kind of that audience. That yeah,
1: right? exactly. Um, but I mean what really drives the show are the characters mm. uh, and it's like another another interesting thing you can probably sort of look for as you're watching it as well as like the whole like southern angle mm. um, it, I was watching the DVD commentary and they sort of talked about how they tried to establish the ship that they live in as a sort of 10th member character. of the crew and a 10th yeah. character uh, and, then, and so it's actually it's actually kind of interesting trying to watch that because the ship is very much it's like this complex machine but it's definitely not sentient It's no it's not sentient okay. but like it it almost functions as a part of the crew, not necessarily a 10th character, but as a 10th member of the crew, the mm-hmm. way
0: that... That they all kind of use, like, instead of the captain, what's his name, Captain Mal? Yeah. Right? Yep. Sending this guy out on a mission, it's kind of like, oh, well, the ship can kind of take care of Yeah, this
1: exactly. And just like, yeah, it's uh, it's just a very interesting part of like, how important the ship is to how everyone holds together, like... It's not just that, sort of show where they could just jump in a new ship. Like, you know, yeah. they, they couldn't break the SS Enterprise and just like get a get a new ship. Like, like <laughs> you're referencing some... more things that, they really... Yeah. <laughs> that uh, really. like doesn't... Serenity would yeah. would very much the loss of Serenity would very much impact oh, so their their group. Serenity is the name of the movie, but Serenity is also the name of the ship. Yeah, so Serenity is name of the ship, and it's also named after a place in the show. Ah, um, and that's so kind the, of what... the reason the movie's called Serenity is because. Fox still owned the rights to Firefly and so Universal made the movie with them. So they managed to get the rights to the characters but not the name Firefly. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so so that's why the movie's called Serenity. Serenity's also the name of the pilot, the name of the ship. name of the pilot? Uh, Oh, the pilot episode, sorry. Oh, I I should be more specific. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) so yeah, you've got the movie, the pilot episode, the ship, and a place. They're all called Serenity. So I have to talk about the
0: pilot the character, the pilot character, who's called... Wash. Wash, that's yeah. right. Now, as someone who has been on the internet for a while, I've yeah. come across Reddit threads <laughs> which are like, oh, what's the saddest thing that you've ever seen? Or what's the what's yeah. one part of a movie or a TV show that's always gets to you? Nah, Wash so, will come up. Yeah. yeah, I do know that he dies right and there's something to do with a leaf on a wind
1: is that yeah. right and that's uh, that's just sort of his catchphrase like he'll often say i'm a leaf on the wind watch me soar as he's like piloting real boss like uh and so that um, comes back in a sad re- reappropriated yeah. way yeah so you'll sort of yeah i mean i i won't tell you anymore you, like you'll sort of you'll know it when you see it yeah. <laughs> but yeah uh so i mean that's but that is pretty weird, isn't it it is, and that uh, I mean, it was one of the big. I think this was one of his big first big movies and like TV shows where he just like just killed off. Well, going started to going to that. town on some yeah. main characters and was like, you can't do that. Yeah, all right. Um, so, I guess the other thing as well, like I've got the DVD here for you, mm-hmm. and I would very much suggest that you watch it in the order it appears on the DVD because Fox aired the episodes out of order. So oh if you God. just if you just go this online, yeah. huge <laughs> disaster. Uh, so if you go online and just look up an episode order order, like you may end up with the wrong one because there's Jesus two there's Christ. two big ones. There's airing order and like the intended order. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, basically, because the the pilot um, hmm. is very long and uh, Fox said too depressing. So what they did was <laughs> actually add the second episode, okay. which I believe is the only other one you've seen where they rob a train. And then didn't end up airing the pilot and, until the, the end. That was actually the last episode. The last they, one they, they showed. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. And then a lot of the other ones in the middle kind of got jumbled up. Um, and so that's a, another thing that's attributed to why it didn't get the viewer numbers when it was on TV. was because mm. it's not... It's actually like, as far as a TV show where you could just jump in and enjoy it, it's actually quite hard to do because what drives it are the characters... And you need to have seen the pilot that introduces them to really follow and care. Is the pilot the one where the priest comes on board? Yes. yes. Okay. So yeah. So it's basically only we th- saw three or four of the crew are actually together in the pilot. Yeah. And then the and priest then comes the, the on rest, and the uh, the, the brother lady. And sister and the, the hooker was part of it originally. Oh, okay. But like, yeah, most of the crew. So everything comes together and their backstories and relationships are explained in the pilot and it's really hard to appreciate the other episodes without that.
0: Oh, the brother and si- the, the sister who's, like, in the freezer or something, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm, This is coming
0: back to me now. Um,
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. So I think... I mean, the, the only other thing I can think of is, like, again, coming back to why it was cancelled. It was out mm. on, like, Friday nights, oh, um, which so, is okay, which so not, not a good...
0: Now that we're outside... Now that the Whedons have all moved on and the show's been completely wrapped up... Yes. Fillion um, is doing Castle for her
1: for much yeah, longer than I mean, but, whatever. It's amazing. He still goes to cons and talks about, like... Firefly, and he 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 keeps talking like there was it was like two years ago he was at a con and somebody was like, "What would you do if you won the lottery?" and he was like, "Oh, I'd buy the rights to Firefly," <laughs> and then and then everyone was like sort of like you know everyone sort of giggled and then the the interviewer went to ask it the next question and and Nathan just sort of cut him off and was just like, you know like I think we could get this person back. Mm. And like, and he He's just sort dead. of went through He's... the whole cast and just started talking about which ones he could and couldn't get back. So, do you think it's um, over? I, I think, I think so. Uh, it's probably better left dead at this point. Yeah. Are you um, kind of like? So, there's actually there's a comic series that sort of went, and I believe they're doing some more of them. Mm. Um, and that's being written by Zach Whedon i think it oh is. there's the, another the third one yes oh my god uh and to weird. be honest i i've i've got those comics and i read them and i was not a huge fan mm. um, are they canon i think so like it's been published by dark horse and everything mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. obviously um sort of all in it but it, it it kind of felt a bit fan fictiony i wasn't a huge fan like it was one of those things that It st- tried to start yeah, bringing everything together yeah so yeah and, yeah, know, and too cool. epic uh so i wasn't a huge fan of that but mm-hmm. uh there was an MMO coming out, or maybe it already came Jesus out. Jesus Christ! Um, that somebody but it was like a mobile MMO. Like I remember, okay, there was like sure. a trailer for Why a Firefly not? MMO, and I was like, "Yeah," and it was like only for iOS and Android. And I was like, "Oh, okay, good." Weird. Um. Um. So, but I think as far as like, if they wanted to bring the universe back, they could try and do that with a new crew, maybe mm. with one character or some like would it ca- be worth cameos, it? But. No, I don't think so. I think like the the sort of stuff the Whedon's are uh, all involved in now. I'm not sure it's worth it. So now that it's all over, do you think Fox made the right call or the wrong call? How happy are you with it? Do you yeah. think there should have been more? Ah, uh, yeah, there should have been. Like mm. this, like I said, the show could have gone for another four seasons and only had a couple of bad episodes. Okay, like, I think it really would have been one of the best sci-fi shows ever. But in saying that, now it's too late and. Even though they cancelled it They gave us 14 episodes Which all turned out to be I mean, And the a movie Um Yeah exactly Alright Cool I'll borrow those DVDs And we'll meet back again In two weeks so
0: Alright And through the magic Of audio editing We are back Moments later But it has been two weeks Yep Alright So Firefly Uh I watched it I watched it all And uh Yeah It was pretty good Um I can definitely see why people liked it as much as they did. So how should we talk about this? I think the best way to break it down is I'm going to list off the episodes I thought were the best and some of the episodes I thought were the worst. And then we can get to the movie a bit later, I think, because that's a bit of a separate entity. Yeah, okay. Let's start with what I thought was the best episode. The last one, for sure. I think the last one was easily the best. Yeah. For two reasons. One reason is that the early, Jabal early, his character was just... Interesting and psychotic and fun to watch. You know, he was like a slightly deaf bounty hunter. Very crazy. Anyway. um, And the second reason is that the final episode really was the first time that River did
1: anything. (laughs) And wasn't just a plot device. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think there's one scene earlier in the show where she shoots the three guys. Yes. And that's it.
0: But I would even say that that is a bit of a plot device for her. Because I feel like the way they use River for most of the show is they need some motivator for something to happen. Oh, let's just have River do something crazy. Yeah. Or, you know, so there are scenes, like the scene where she slashes at um, at Jane is obviously a big oh, motivator yeah. for him in that episode where he sells them out. There's scenes where she'll just like go wandering off and do something and then, you know, oh. some will be like, oh no, River, come back. And then he gets kidnapped or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's a bit, it's a bit, she's a bit of a plot device. And the, the TV show, the final episode of the TV show, is the only place where I really think that she is actually acts like a real person in a okay. lot of ways.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's that first one. Cause it's the one at the climax where she offers to go with Jubal. Cause she's like, she feels bad for all the trouble. Yeah, she and she feels in. like she is the cause of a lot yeah. of pain in Simon's life. And it's, so, sure. it's just the first human thing she has rather than just being like psychotic.
0: Yeah. And even so her psychosis kind of fell a bit flat for me for a lot of it. I mean, it was kind of like unbelievable in some ways, mm. like, there are some scenes where she would be believably traumatised and have PTSD and all these things, but there'd be some scenes where she'd just kind of be like reverting to a child in a weird way and it would kind of not really make sense that that is how someone would really react in her situation. Yeah. I mean, mean, I've never been tortured by men in blue gloves (laughs) and lab coats and whatever, but,
1: you know. And especially with the movie, you know, sort of revealing that she is definitely psychic and, and all that, like sort of explains why it wasn't exactly textbook psychosis. That's but, true, yeah. that's true. I but no, I get why at yeah. the time. Sure. Yeah,
0: that's fair enough. Um, we'll talk more about her characterization in the movie as well, because I want to talk about that a bit. But mm-hmm. um, i just like to quickly mention my other favorite episode, which was Jane's Town. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I thought that was a pretty... <laughs> and not just because... I mean, it was obviously a funny episode, right? Um, But that, I feel like, was the only time that Jane really had... An emotional connecting moment. There's the yeah. scene at the end where the the kid from the town dives in front of the bullet for him, and he feels like guilt and yeah. he feels shitty because he's not worthy of like yeah, the reverence no, right. that it's, he's getting.
1: It, it's a really quality episode because it out on the surface it just appears like the the goofy funny episode, yeah, yeah. But then it actually yeah, it's a one of the only ones with serious character development for Jane. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, Jane he doesn't really develop. He kind of advances oh. and regresses in a lot of ways he betrays the tams at one point which is kind of like his character arc a yeah. little bit but he doesn't really develop except in jane's and that's why i really liked it for sure
1: um yeah one of the they talked uh briefly one of the ideas for an episode they had in season two was it was going to be jane came into a lot of money somehow and so he left the crew and like formed his own crew and they <laughs> became like a rival Crew, crew. and then eventually, because he wasn't a very good leader, it was all going to go to shit. And eventually, yeah. he'd like, he'd come back come with his, tail back. between his legs.
0: See, so that would have been a good character, um, character, yeah,
1: development episode for him for sure. That would have been a really, a really good episode. Some they've they've gone over a bunch of the other episode ideas they have. Some of them are dark. Um, oh really? What's yeah. one
0: of the darkest ones? Give me a dark. One. Oh
1: okay. So you probably wouldn't remember it in the pilot episode. There's okay. a moment where like when they think they're going to get boarded by reavers. Yes. And Inara, like, opens up this... Opens up the capsule. Yeah, and there's, like, a, yeah. a like a needle, like, a syringe of stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you're going to find out at some point, um, it's... It's kind of like a suicide thing, right? it, it Well, it's, it's the opposite. It's, it's made for um, companions, and when they inject themselves with it, anyone who has sex with them dies. Huh. So, anyway, what was going to happen is so there was going to be an episode, Inara gets kidnapped by Reavers... Fuck. They eventually catch up to the ship. They get onto the ship and it's just full of dead bodies. So there's just like a hundred dead Reavers anywhere, everywhere. Fuck and then They me. just find like Anara in the corner. Fuck me. Just um like crying and really scarred. And then it was going to be that like after that, Mal started treating her with more respect. With more she respect. was like, and she was just going to be like completely traumatized by it. Yeah, of course. Like you know, sort of it being what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of um in, implied. Yeah, she was, but heavily implied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Um, so I mean, in a lot of ways, I'm kind of glad they didn't get round to making yeah, that one. <laughs> That might be a bit too dark.
0: I think. Um, Let's talk about an episode that I didn't like. Now yep. I remember in the first, in the preamble part where yep. we were talking about Firefly before I had seen it, you mentioned that there were only one or two episodes that you would say you didn't like as much. Yeah. I'm going to try and guess what one of those is. Mm-hmm. I don't know the title of it, but it's the one where. They're delivering like a cattle shipment, and Shepherd Book gets shot, and Simon gets kidnapped
1: by like the Hill people. Yeah, that's one of that's one of the two. That's probably that's the that's the one I, I'm sort of on the borderline. There's uh, another one I dislike more, but that's ooh, definitely that's one of the two that one where you I'm dislike... like, yeah, that was one of the ones where I'm just sort of like, ah, oh, because nothing really happens in that one. You yeah, get a bit of there development are things on that Simon, happen and just that's really
0: it. There are things that happen that are just so. Let's break down the plot. So they go into this town. There's a lot of backstory kind of stuff which happens yeah. and then shepherd book gets shot and simon is kidnapped by some simon bo- and river some... a kidnapped. simon and river that's right because
1: there's it it's like a little settlement out and they don't have a doctor and they find out he's a doctor yeah so they take him to and, be and they take river dog-dog. to be collateral
0: yeah and then nothing happens for a while and then mal is like no i don't care about him let's just leave him And then they fly away for a bit and then they come back and kind of just like nothing really makes sense it just kind of feels like
1: yeah, I, I felt like what they were going for was it was meant to be this sense, Simon's meant to start feeling betrayed when they fly off without him. Yeah. And he's meant to feel abandoned. And then I guess when they came back, maybe he was meant to feel like he was a member of the Cross. But it, But it didn't it doesn't come across. It doesn't yeah. come across. Um,
0: you can see, I feel like they were going for it, but it was too overt and it also didn't work mm. in a weird way. I and Mal just kind of wanted to leave Simon behind in a way that doesn't really make sense. And then yeah. he had a change of heart for... Basically, no reason and came back.
1: You know, um, I feel like really all the episode does in the grand scheme of things is hint at stuff. It's the first one that sort of hints that River can be psychic because mm. um, she like reads the mind of that girl who's mute. It also that's right. it's oh, the first God. one that really hints that Shepherd Book has a lot more going on yeah. uh, in his past. Yeah, but that's really all it contributes. Yeah, it doesn't to the series really as add a whole. anything. Like it yeah. just lays seeds, which okay. could have easily been dropped in other episodes.
0: That is the only show, the only episode which I would say. I I didn't like that episode at all mm. I was just very uninterested <laughs> watching it now I don't know what your other one that you don't so, like is can I guess one, is it the first time you meet the woman the I think no, her name no I love all the ones
1: with uh, with what's her name um, I can't remember what her name yeah, is uh, she's in
0: Mad Men yeah Christina Hendrick yeah, Hendrick yeah.
1: Hendricks yeah
0: um, okay what is it hit me yeah
1: okay. it's uh, it's the one where they find the the lone guy on the ship that was invaded by Revis oh the and he becomes crazy it was probably interesting the first time, but like when I'm rewatching the series, at least that's sort of one that I just skip. Okay, I can see that. Um, I think, well, especially all that one, really does is establish how bad the Reapers, Reapers are. are bad. <laughs> and like, yeah. if you've already seen the series, you sort of know that. Yeah. Like, and it that probably that whole episode is driven by the mystery of, of, what's, of happening. what's happening. So and, on the
0: second watch, it, it definitely would fall flat. Yeah. There's one more thing I want to touch on. Uh, actually there's a couple more things I want to touch <laughs> on. Let's first start with I'm just gonna say this about the show as a whole. Hmm. I did like it. And I like that there are a lot of parts where it really subverted your expectations and subverted cliches. And yeah. one example I would point to is the scene where you first meet uh, Nishka and he's oh not where you, the, the episode where you first meet Nishka. The train robbery one. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And at the end they've returned the medicine and they've been like, Alright, we're not doing this here, take the money back, we're not doing your job. And the guy's like, you know, you're fucked anyway. I'm going to go tell Nishka. And Mal's like, all right, boom, and shoots him in the head. <laughs> and, or shoves him into the engine or something, yeah. right? Um, and it's just very unexpected because it's it, it really subverts cliches in the yeah. way that the show does a lot. Uh, yeah. Like, I say, oh, we're having this fight. Or Mal's having this fight with a guy. And Zoe's um, so like, oh, no, this is something he needs to do for himself. And then he's like, no, it's not. And then oh. she just shoots him.
1: Yeah, Joss, Joss has a bit of a habit of that. He likes to do the exact opposite of what you're expecting. Which has almost become if you've watched enough of his star of he, it, it becomes predictable it. again because he's always going to do the exact opposite of what you would expect yeah but the thing
0: is he does it at times but then at other times he does it yeah. really follows the cliche <laughs> to like to the letter yeah. I'd say Firefly is a very cliched show in a lot of ways yeah um, except when it intentionally avoids it's either follow the cliche to the letter or do the exact opposite of the cliche and never anywhere yeah. it's a bit weird like that um, that's fair yeah Although one thing I did definitely like about it that I don't think was too cliched was the Reavers. Yeah, I feel like the Reavers are definitely good, a very interesting and a very good part of the world for sure.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I, especially at the time, I think it was it was a fairly unique idea. A fairly,
0: yeah, I mean, they're they're barbarians, but in a show in another show, it would have been like everyone talks about how barbaric they are, they are, and then they're actually just kind of like people that do one or two fucked up things yeah. but then they haven't gone all the way with it but in Firefly they really commit to it yeah. for sure and I guess that's segue into talking about the movie because the Reavers are kind of built up a little bit in the show but where they really become explored is in the movie
1: yeah and so that sort of comes back to what I was saying with the movie is like season 2 compressed in yeah. Like I, th- I think they've sort of said that um, season 2 was going to sort of more and more delve into the Reavers. And their backstory, obviously. uh, Yeah, and because the the movie sort of introduces that idea where space is becoming crowded because the Reavers and the the Alliance are both expanding. Yeah. Um, And so I think Season 2 was going to start to address that more and more where they would bounce between encounters with the Alliance and the Reavers.
0: Okay, I like that. Um, Yeah. So I guess something we should talk about is the backstory of the Reavers. So... They were kind of created by the alliance when they tested out this new pacifism drug to kind of yeah. quell the population on this one settlement, and it worked on ninety percent, and they just kind of stopped doing it. Well, it worked in air quotes, and <laughs> they they stopped wanting anything, and they eventually starved to death just because they were so lazy, lazy yeah. and unhungry, and you know. And then on the other ten percent, it had the opposite reaction and turned them into reavers. Yeah, yeah, and then presumably. More reavers kept coming because of a
1: similar thing to in the
0: third episode with the lone yeah.
1: I, I read that th- that third episode as essentially describe, like describing how I, reavers I, how, reproduce, how reavers yeah. reproduce exactly because, I, exactly. because I doubt they're they're sort of cultured enough to mate, to mate and, mate and, and protect their young. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um,
0: yeah, I feel like uh, one criticism of the movie, which I think you brought up in the preamble episode, was it was rushed and obviously that's a
1: result of having fit a season and a half into a movie and there's just those moments where they're like oh let's quickly ask Mr Universe yeah Mr Universe exactly he's just a guy that just kind of is there and so there's a short comic series like I probably should have given to you which acts as a prequel to the movie Mm. so it's and it very quickly introduces there's the two other guys right at the start in the bar they're like the twins yes um, and maybe
0: the postman guy as well
1: whatever. yeah so so those characters and Mr Universe they all get introduced very briefly in this comic which just sort of quickly goes over I think it says that there's about six months between the last episode of the movie mm-hmm. and it quickly carries over uh, all that but it, it's still it's quite it's Is not rushed. very thorough yeah, as well yeah. um, it basically serves to exactly bring up the plot points that are relevant to the movie it's not, like yeah. a, it's not like a standalone story at all
0: gives you a little bit of introduction though okay that's cool um yeah, so the movie as a whole, going back to how it felt rushed, I think that was best exemplified by River in the movie, because um River had been a slow burn in the T V show, revealing yeah. exactly what is going on there. And then in the movie it's just like flashback about River, you find out she's got ninja powers, you find out she can do this thing, <laughs> she's psychic, and then, you know, she demonstrates her abilities one time in the bar and then later on she beats up a whole bunch of Reavers. Yeah. It it does feel very rushed, but it is kind of justifiable in
1: a way and there's a lot of like there's there's bits of uh i almost call it like fan service in that way like like the whole river alone against the reavers like that fight was just there Mm. so that like people who'd been waiting for the movie would be like yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. Um, that
0: would have been a whole episode just fighting reavers it's almost the
1: same there's that great moment where um on mr universe's planet where Mm. the alliance is waiting for mal and he pops out and then the and, and all the Reavers and, and, yeah. yeah, and it's just like a fight. And again, that's just that, that other thing where it's like, well, this is the movie, this is the end. It's just like, yeah, let's just go Yeah, let's just throw all everything out. at it. You yeah.
0: finally see what Reavers look like.
1: Yeah. I liked the way they messed with viewers a bit because uh, you know, one of the big things, like one, one of the big mysteries in the show is Shepherd book's backstory. book's past, yeah. And... Just they have that bit where Mal just like asks him about it, and then he's like, oh, "I'll tell you like next time," and the next time and he's the dying. next time he's dead. Um, but since then, I think it was around 2011. I want to say they yeah. brought out a comic. They
0: brought out the Shepherd's Tale comic yeah. book,
1: right? Uh, and that just goes into it in depth. It's a pretty good read. Um, yes, ha- a bit of a hard read because it, it it does this like flashback of flashback of flashback style oh format. So like when you're in the middle of the book, you're about four layers in. So you sort of you're going down, 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 down. You hit the middle of the book, and then it goes like back out again. Um, and so I was sort of when I was reading it I wasn't completely concentrating and then I realised I just wasn't following what was happening at <laughs> what was all happening. Um, yeah. so you've got you to sort of you commit this is a book that you have to pay attention yeah Um. All but right. it, it, it explains it all and it's it's a pretty good story like it's it a pretty adequate explanation as to everything that happened to him alright I'll have to
0: take a look at that another time yeah but to close up this discussion of Firefly uh, let me just give you my ratings, my out of tens, yeah? Okay. So I'm going to give the show and the movie a separate out of tens. Yep. I'm going to give the show a seven, and I'm going to give the movie an eight and a half for a oh. total combined rating of seven and a half. Okay. It's close math, but yes. Whatever, <laughs> seven and well, I'm, Rounding. There's Rounding. no <laughs> three quarters in this system, apparently. <laughs> First episode system, we're making it up as we go.
1: Um, okay. Yeah, see, that's interesting. I would have rated the show higher than the movie.
0: Mm. That's um, I, I was talking to this about another of my friends who had seen the show, and they said the same thing. But I feel like the movie, maybe it was just because it was shorter and I could enjoy it in one kind of bite-sized piece. It felt maybe. more like an entire thing. But I, I definitely enjoyed the movie more, especially because there were some episodes of the show where it's just like, this is, I don't want to watch this. You know, this part of the show is just not interesting. Yeah. But I never really felt unengaged with the movie in the same way. Okay. So yeah, 7.5 out of 10. So if our reach is big enough, presumably we'll get some angry hate mail about how I didn't like (laughs) Firefly enough. But uh, yeah, there you go. Alright, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of Media MD. If you want to get in contact with us, we have an email address. Elliot? That's mediamdpodcast at gmail.com. You got that right. I'm very mm-hmm. impressed. Next week, we'll be checking out Wrestle for Dogs.